Amen. Thank you. And you can be seated. I'm so glad that you all are here today to worship with us together. As a church, we want you guys to know, whether this is your first time you're a guest with us or if you're a regular Hallmark uh, member, that our church is here because we want to lead people to find and follow Jesus. We want to lead our community. We want to lead our families. And I, as a uh, Crowley ISD mom, I have a daughter who's a senior and a son who's a sixth grader. I appreciate Dr. McFarland um, allowing churches to be inside the schools. And so I love that our church... It's extra special as a mom that I get to be as children's director in their schools, but that's because we have a, a school district that allows us uh, to be in those schools. So uh, Carlos, our student pastor, and myself, we want you to know that we are here for families. We want to encourage you. We want to, um, when, you're, when you need help, hey, there's that hallmark. We want you to know that we want to help you as you raise your kids. Um, in school, but also spiritually. And throughout the week, we have many uh, different opportunities for your families. Uh, I have the honor of leading our kids' ministry. And so on Sunday mornings, uh, during our 9.15 and 10.30 hour, we have something for all ages, for our babies through fifth grade, and as well as on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. And then our students, we get the opportunity as well to meet on Sunday mornings at 10.30 And then we actually have a special middle school ministry and high school ministry. Our middle schoolers, we meet on Wednesday nights. And our high schoolers, we meet on Sunday nights. And so, again, if you have kids, if you have teenagers in middle school or high school, we would love for them to be a part of our church, a part of what God is doing here in our faith community. And so, as Allison said, we love being a part of families' lives because we know that God has given us a special privilege and opportunity to come alongside of you and help you parent. We, we know that parenting is hard. And so we just want to be a blessing, a resource, whatever it is that you guys need. We want to be there for you. And as we continue in our service, part of what we want to do is pray with you. We, we know that every year brings its own challenges. And we know that over these last couple of years, These challenges have been tough, tough to navigate as leaders, tough to navigate as kids, tough to navigate as parents and family units. And we can do all the prepping, we can do everything that we can, but ultimately if God is not a part of that, then it's all in vain. And so we want to begin this school school year as a church just praying over you, just as we sang that song, but we wanna give you an opportunity to pray as a family. And so at this time, I'm gonna ask if you are a kid in elementary, if you are a middle schooler, if you are a high schooler, if you are faculty, would you and your family just stand up right now? If you are not standing, I would encourage you to look around and look at all the faces, look at all the families, look at all the students, the kids, the faculty, the teachers, these are the people that we need to be praying for. These are the people that need our support. And that's what Hallmark is all about, a community, a group of people doing life together. So over these next few moments, we're going to ask the family units, faculty, for you guys to pray with the people that are near you. If you're sitting down, I'm going to ask you to stand up right now. And we're going to pray over our kids over our students, and we have Chad and Pastor John who are going to be praying over our young adults and our faculty. 
And as we're praying over you, I would encourage you as families, pray over this next school year. Pray for everything that's involved and pray that God would be in the middle of it. So would you join in prayer over, over us? Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for all of our, our precious kids, Lord. I thank you for those kids who this might be their first year starting school and those who are finishing elementary and all those in between. I pray that um, as they go through the school year, that they know that they have a church family behind them to um, pray for them and encourage them, but that they also have you with them, Lord, that you are always with them. When those times when they might be nervous or scared, Lord, that you will um, just remind them of your love, that they feel loved throughout that day. We pray that you continue to keep all of our kids healthy and safe as they go through this school year. And we pray for the parents, of those parents who are sending their kids uh, first time, but also um, just as we send our kids to school every day, Lord, that we, that we trust you to take care of them, that they will be safe, and that they will be loved for, Lord. We love, we love our kids, and we know that you love them so much more. And so I just pray today that you will just continue to protect them and guide them as they go through the school year. Father God, I want to pray for our middle schoolers and our high schoolers right now. Father, we know the struggles, the issues that they might face on a daily basis, just them individually in the world around them. God, I pray that you would remind them that you have given us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And so God, help us to cling to your promise. Help, help us to cling to your spirit, knowing that with you, that we can live our lives, that we can face each day knowing that we have you right beside us. I pray that these students would remember that, that they would trust you, that they would hand over their, their the, the issues, surrender uh, their, their troubles to you, knowing that you have them. But God, I also pray for, for the impact that these middle schoolers and high schoolers have, an opportunity every day to face uh, face their friends, face their classmates, face their teachers. God, and be a, be a blessing to them. Be able to impact them in a kingdom way. God, help them to see those opportunities. Help them to, to show your love. Help them to show your kindness. Help them to be the hands and feet of Jesus every single day. And God, as they face each day, that they see the impact and the difference that they're making in the world around them, knowing that they have the power in you to change the world. Holy Father, I just pray for our young adult students, Lord, as they uh, head off to college or continue in college, God, wrapping up their undergrad degrees, uh, Lord, as they go on to those that go on to postgraduate degrees, Lord, and studies, that, God, you would be with them, that you would uh, bring friends around them, godly friends who will encourage them in their walk with you, God, that you would give them the courage to be a light for you on their campuses, and, um, God, that um, in a world of ever-changing social expectations, Lord, that you would be the rock that they could plant their feet on, God, and that as they make uh, decisions about their future, Lord, that you would... Give them the wisdom and discernment to make kingdom-minded decisions, Lord, that these years would be, Lord, you would use them as a springboard to launch them into the callings that you are preparing them for. God, and that um, you would use them to make an impact for the kingdom on the world around them. Lord, we 
pray that you would, that your, your presence would go with them and that your favor would be on them. God, we are honored today to gather in this facility, Lord, your house. And Lord, we have sang about the name Emmanuel, God with us. And Lord, I pray for our faculty, our staff, all administrators, our every area of educator, Lord, that is, rec- is just here today, Lord, that's represented here. And Lord, I ask that, that you would be with them. Lord, King Solomon could have prayed for anything, but he prayed for wisdom. And I pray for wisdom for these leaders. Lord, you tell us through James, the author, that if we ask for wisdom, you will give it. And so, Lord, we are coming before you, acknowledging that you are with us, and we're asking, Lord, that you would give wisdom to these leaders. Lord, they have decisions and decisions and decisions to make every single day. And so, Lord, we ask for strength, we ask for grace, and we ask for wisdom. Lord, we ask for protection. Lord, as we think of leaders all over the world now, and we ask for their protection, I, Lord, I'm just moved in this moment to pray for our military and those families who have lost loved ones. Lord, and we ask for your special favor and your special grace and your special blessings. And Lord, we ask that as we continue this service, it would be an encouragement and a challenge and a reminder that you are good and that you are with us. It is in the powerful and the precious name of Jesus that we ask all these things. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated this morning. And uh, I am honored today to be here. If you don't know, my name is John, and I am uh, the pastor here at Hallmark, blessed to serve here. And uh, I just wanted to real quickly, there's going to be some pictures that are going to start just scrolling through. It's kind of like home videos, but I'm not going to stop and explain every one. But because, church, because of your generosity and because of the school district's opportunities that they've offered to us. Here's what church you've been a part of, whether you knew it or not. And I do want to say thank you to to Carlos, our student pastor, and Allison, our children's director. They have done an amazing job uh, with the door that has been provided open by our school board and Dr. McFarland. They have walked right through it. And so each month, our church gets to honor 90 students at three different schools for student of the month. And we take a gift. We just celebrate their achievement. Um, I and several others are a part of Read to Win. I got to do Read to Win at Hargrave Elementary School. And let me encourage you, if, if you have time, 30 minutes a week during the school day, let me know. We will sign you up for Read to Win. It's just a great opportunity to invest in some first grade students. We've been a part of the field day at Dallas Park, purchasing shirts. I know many of our teachers know, you may not know, but for probably at least 10 years, we give turkeys for teachers. Can I get an amen for turkeys for teachers, right? And so uh, this last year, we gave out 711 turkeys, okay? Now, let, let me say, we did that because, Hallmark, you're generous, and you have been faithful to give. So I want to say, say thank you. Um, we have also collected this year, we uh, bought uniforms for those in need at Mary Harris. Uh, we're part of the Panther Olympics, and we donated supplies and water for that. This past year on the back to school at Summer Creek Middle School, we were able to just go over and invest in families and welcome students and families. And again, this is due to your generosity. One of my favorite things we do is we get to go, because I get to eat, I love to eat, 
we go over to North Crowley High School once a month, and we do what's called Waffle Wednesday, okay? Can I get an amen for waffles today? <laughs> right? We can, now, you're either Team Waffle or Team Pancake. Who's Team Waffle? Team Pancake. Who's both? All right, here we go. So we go over early one morning a, a month, and we go into the school, and they allow us to go in and just cook waffles for the teachers. And teachers, once they walk up that stair and smell, you know the smell, they just flood in, and, and it's just an awesome opportunity for us to do that. And so I want to say thank you, church, and thank you, school, for letting us uh, just invest in our students, because that's the goal, isn't it? Uh, I do want to say thank you the, this morning to several special guests, and, uh, and so if we could welcome, we have a couple of our uh, school board representatives, so Dr. LaTanya Mayfield right here on the front row. Could we give her a hand this morning? <laughs> thank you for being here. Uh, and then also June Davis, a school board member, is with, here, with us. Thank you, June. And I don't know how, but she has a school named after her. I want that one day, but uh, I'm afraid of what that might look like. Uh, we want to also thank Dr. McFarland. You know, I have, as was said, uh, we are thankful for the school district opening the doors to faith-based programs. Um, I was a student pastor here many years ago, actually before North Crowley was even built. And we used to go over to Crowley High School and take pizza. And we used to take jack-in-the-box tacos, and we were the favorite, right, because we could just go in the cafeteria, and then when North Crowley opened, we got to do that as well, and then there was a shift, and we were not allowed to go in anymore, and so they kind of shut the schools down, and I, I understood that. I didn't like it, but you, there's, I don't have to like everything, right, uh, but I'm thankful for Dr. McFarlane has opened the schools back up to faith-based programs. Can we say thank you, and so he's, uh, he has charge over 16,000 students. That's a headache. It's a lot of headaches. 25 campuses, and I just want to read a little bio about him. Under his leadership, since joining the district in 2017, students are making significant academic gains, which increases at every level, uh, specifically in the STAR assessment. And I want to read this. For the first time in nine years, 100% of the campuses in the Crowley ISD met or exceeded state standards, and the district performance improved 13 percentage points in one year. That's great. And in fact, that, that gain was one of the highest in, in all of, of North Texas. And I've had the opportunity to, to meet Dr. McFarlane at the chamber meetings and at the faith-based breakfast that he hosts. And, and one thing I know is every time that I have heard him speak publicly, I think without fail, he kind of slides in scripture, and he quotes scripture, and I appreciate that. And so, again, I just appreciate, Dr. McFarland, your heart for our students and for allowing all of the faith-based programs just to, to get in and invest in our students. So I've asked Dr. McFarland to come and speak for a few minutes. Could you give him a hand this morning? <clears throat> God is good. And all the time? All right, all right. I'm in the right place, right place. All right. If you happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you happy and you know it, then your face should surely show it. If you happy and you know it, clap your hands. All right, all right. 
And I know you all are happy because your greeters did an awesome job. When I walked in, I'm like, wow, these people are happy. And that's a good thing. So, you know, I grew up in a small East Texas town. And in this town, there was this store, this corner store. It was called Jiffy Mart. And beside this store was this big oak tree. And under this oak tree, we had these older guys and, and these more wiser guys set under the oak tree. And one was named Professor uh, Professor uh, uh, Filial was his name, Professor Filial. He was a professor at Prairie View back in like the early 60s. But by this time, I was a kid growing up, and by this time, uh, he, was, he was going blind a little bit, but he was very sharp and very wise. And so people would come to him, mostly guys, we would come to him with these riddles. And we would come to him with these, these, these uh, uh, stories and, and try to trick him and try to stomp him. Because the game was to make the, uh, to make the wise professor uh, uh, look bad. So then we would, we were kids, we were, we, were, uh, we were seniors in high school. So we wanted to embarrass him because he always embarrassed us. Everything we brought to him, he could figure out. And so we went off to college and we came, came home and I had a friend, uh, Martin Van was one of my friends and then Raphael was the other friend. But we devised a plan. And so we, we had been thinking and coming up with realists, and we had a plan. And so Martin Van's, uh, uh, Martin Van's dad grew birds. He grew like pigeons and doves and other little small birds, right? And so what we decided we would do is that we would get one of those small birds. And it was a little, I, I, I believe it was a dove, but I hate to say dove when I'm in the church. That's a holy bird, but I think it was a dove. <laughs> you know, it, I believe it was a dove. It was a little small one. And what we said was this. We said, okay. We're going to go up to Prof, because he's half blind. He really can't see us anyway. So we're going to walk up to him, and we're going to ask him the question, this object in my hand, is it alive or is it dead? And so we were strong. We were, strong. We were college students at this point, so we had figured it out. Because what we said was, was, if he says that it is alive, then we're going to squeeze it. Hey, I didn't say we were smart. I said we were college students. I didn't we were smart, right? But we were going to squeeze it, and we were going to kill it, right? Because once we killed it, he would be wrong. Because when he said it was alive, then we open our hands, and it would be, it would be dead. And if he said the object was, was, was dead, then we would open our hands, and the object was alive, would be alive. Either way, we had figured it out. See, we, we had figured out how to stump the professor. So it doesn't matter what the professor would say, he was going to be wrong. Man, we was excited. We were happy. We went up to him. And so, as you know, they're sitting under this tree. Maybe you don't know, but in the country, they sit up under, we sit up under these trees, and we play dominoes and cards and all that. So he was playing dominoes, and, 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 and so we interrupted the game. And he had this long piece of sweet grass. We, I, think, I think people call it sourdough. We just called it sweet grass because you could chew on it. And, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, okay. All right, so forget that part. So anyway, he was, he, he was, he was busy, basically, but, and so he stopped. He said, country boys, what do y'all want? And so we said, well, Prof, we got, it, we, got it, we got something to ask you. So we have this object in our hand. Is it alive or is it dead? And see, the Prof was smart because he never gave really quick answers. And so he sat there for a while. He, he kind of rocked back and forth. And the other guys around were like, uh-oh, Prof, they got you. Those college boys got you. Well, and he took the sweet grass out and spit it away. And, and then he said, uh, Country boys, y'all come up here closer. Come closer. And he said, the object in your hand, whether it's alive or whether it's dead, depends on you. Yeah, that's what we said too, right? <laughs> right. We were like, 
Read it. He's like, it depends on you. He said, whatever to be, and he kept going, because he never gave you one. He's going to keep going. You've got to listen to the lesson now. He said, now, he said whatever, whatever happens in your life, it depends on you. He said, if it's up to be, it is to me. So when I left that day, what I realized is that regardless of what happens to me, the things that are placed in my hands, whether they're successful and they thrive, or whether they don't, it's up to me. And so I come to you today as a superintendent of schools for Crowley ISD, but let me be real clear. Pastor asked me to speak to you as superintendent, but I'm coming to you as a child of God. Camouflage as a superintendent, that's, that's what I'm doing today. <laughs> but the reality is this, this is what I do know, that God has given each of us charge over something, whether it's our children, whether it's our families, whether it's our communities, and whether it thrives, whether it becomes that, that, that ideal community that's filled with love and service, whether, whether we do all those things, it's up to us. Like, it's up to me. It's up to you. In Crowley ISD, our job, our mission is to educate students, is to educate children so that they'll achieve their full potential. But the reality is we recognize this, and, and Hallmark has known this for a long, long time. I was just listening to kind of some things that y'all were doing in 1998 and on and on and on. Y'all been doing this already. The reality is, if it is to be, it's up to me. And so Hallmark has been serving. And I want you to know that we appreciate your service because what we know is our job is to educate, but we say, that's one part. It says educate our, our children. We'll, we'll provide excellence in education so that our children will achieve their full potential. But here's the deal. If all we do is educate, because that's what we can do as a school district, but we don't do all the other things that we know that it takes the, the church to do and the community to do, then we, we fall short. And so our goal is to make sure that you all recognize that you have a role to play. You've been playing it. I mean, so really, I'm here just to affirm and to let you know that we appreciate, I appreciate the fact that this church, I don't know about other churches, I'm in this church, but this church, since I have stepped foot here in 2017, this church has been the hands and feet of God in CISD. And I thank you all for that. You see, you don't see, you, you may not see the impact that simply saying to a student, you're the student of the month. Sounds so simple. Sounds so maybe not impact. It's, but you don't know. When I walk into the student of the month celebration and I see the whole family celebrating children, it's no way to measure that. And so what I'm telling you is that the, the, the service that you're giving to this, to, this, to this congregation, whether you realize it or not, man, it's needed. And we appreciate it. And thank you, thank you, Hallmark, for doing what you're doing. Don't stop. We need you now more than ever. If our society, if our children are going to achieve their full potential, it's because of what you will do and what I will do, and what we will do together.
Because if it is to be, y'all say this with me, if it is to be, it's up to me. If it is to be, it's up to me. All right, now say it like you mean it. If it is to be, it's up to me. Thank you for being the hands and feet of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. McFarlane. Uh, did you enjoy that? We've already, we've already had two preachers. We had Stacy, and then we had Dr. McFarlane, and I think I'm going to scratch my notes. I had a whole thing about God is good. All the time. You already got it. And as he was telling a story, um, it made me think of a story in the Bible. And similar to the college students who know everything, right? I, I learned this. When I, when I was 18 and went off to college, my parents didn't know anything. And when I came back at 22, they had learned a lot during those couple <laughs> years. But some people came to Jesus. And they said to him, because they wanted to trick him, what's the greatest commandment? You know what Jesus said? He quoted Deuteronomy chapter number 6, pretty much what we were singing earlier. It says, in the morning and in the evening, straight from Deuteronomy chapter 6. But, but the Lord said, Jesus told them, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, all your strength, with all your mind. Amen. And I've been challenged today to love God more. Have you? Because we have a great task. We have a great partnership. We have a great task. You know, it's been famously said that you can, you can count the seeds in an apple, but you can't count the apples from a seed. The impact, parents, can I just speak into you for a moment? The impact that you have, you'll have no idea. Grandparents, those of you who are investing in students, you have no idea the impact that you can have. The truth is, even though there, for most of us, there's been a period of time as our kids get older that we think maybe we don't have influence anymore. You know what I'm talking about? Something about tw age 12. It's like, I don't know. Can I tell you, though? You parent, you grandparent, you guardian, you still have the greatest influence on your kid. And so I want to encourage you. As we sang that song about, from Numbers, we read the scripture. There's kind of a follow-up conversation that happens. Moses leaves the scene, and the next leader comes on the scene. And God says to Joshua, he said, as I've been with Moses... I will be with you. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, the scripture will be on the screen for us this morning. This is what the Lord said. This is what I want to encourage you, parent 
educator, students. It says this, have I not commanded you? God is speaking to Joshua. He's a new adventure. He's got he's to lead the people, and all of us are leaders, whether we realize it or not, because leadership is simply influence. We are all leaders, and so what God wants us to say, what I want to encourage you from God's word today is this, do, it says, be strong and of good courage. Can you say the next phrase with me? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God, he's with you wherever you go. Isn't that a great word this morning? Because the truth is, the last 18 months have been crazy. I've been, a, I've been a part of so many conversations and so many Zoom calls all over the world, and to hear what is happening, I've lost good friends in the last 18 months. I've watched some of you lose spouses in the last 18 months. And if you're like me, you thought, I cannot wait till the new year comes. And here we are. More of the same. And the reason we have this day today is because we just want to share this scripture with you. Have I not commanded you? You know, Joshua was about to face some battles. He was going to face a lot of controversy, struggles, fears. But God said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be dismayed, for I, the Lord, I'm your God, and I'm going to go wherever you go. Isn't that a great word this morning? I have, I have good news for you. It's a great word, but I also have some bad news for you today. This, this scripture is somewhat conditional. The condition is based on the one word there. Look at the screen. It says, don't be dismayed for the Lord. What's the next word? Your God. Dr. Mc, Pastor McFarland came up here and <laughs> said, I'm a superintendent, camouflage. I am a, what did he say? I am a child of God. Do you realize that not everyone is a child of God? Not everyone can quote this scripture and it be true. So the question I have for you this morning is, is the Lord your God? Because he is God, with or without you. But he wants to be your God, so that you can have courage and not be fearful and not be dismayed. Why? Because he's with you, and he'll never leave you. As Stacy said, He's unmovable, unchanging. So here at church, I think it's fitting on this school day to practice our ABCs. Because I want you to know if God is your God. That's the most important thing. We want to encourage you, teacher, listen, teachers, educators, you, again, you have no idea the impact you have. You know I still remember my kindergarten teacher Miss Blythe. There were six sets of twins, me being one of them in her class. She quit after us. <laughs> Poor Miss Bly. I don't remember my first grade teacher, 
Because there was this girl named Amy on the corner, and she had my attention the whole year. <laughs> Mrs. Warren, my second grade teacher, 30 years after second grade, I got to go tell her, thank you. Miss Shelton, I did not like that lady. <laughs> she, was, she was mean. Y'all ever had a mean teacher? I mean, I was, I mean, I was a preacher's kid. I was a good little kid. I had, there's no reason to be mean to me, sweet little John. What was that? Miss <laughs> Shelton was uh, one of my assistant teachers from like third grade to seventh grade. I was cursed all those years. No. <laughs> you know what I can thank Miss Shelton for? I have really good penmanship. She would erase, she would make me erase my work every single day because it was messy. And now you know I don't like Miss Shelton. The impact they had. I, I look over here and I, I see my dad. And I say, parents, keep doing it. Keep pushing forward. You'll have influence. I, I look over here on the front row and I see my youth pastor is here. He didn't have gray hair back then, but he's here. Yeah. I think maybe my brother gave him some gray hair. I don't know. And I think influence. So I want to encourage you today. Keep going. Keep, keep moving forward. Keep pushing. It's been a difficult year, but teacher, mom, grandma, grandpa, educator, bus driver, those of you fixing the buses so our kids are safe, every one of you, you, we are all in partnership to influence students so they can reach their full potential. And so I want to encourage you, but I don't want you to leave until we go over the ABCs, okay? Because as much as I want to encourage you, the most important thing I could do before you leave today is let you know and let you decide, is the Lord your God? Because I can encourage you, but I'm not always going to be with you. But God, he can be. So the ABCs. If you want God to be your God, the first thing you have to do is admit you're a sinner. That was easy for me. It was easy to admit. I had a long list. The Bible says, all have sinned. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and all fall, fall short of the glory of God. Guilty. Admit I'm a sinner. B, I need to believe in Jesus. One of the most quoted verses in Scripture, John 3.16. For God so, what's the word? Loved. Can, can I encourage you? Can, can I really speak to students for a moment? You have value. You are loved. And during this year of isolation and you know, everything else, there may be times when you didn't feel loved and you didn't feel value. Can I tell you this, this room is full today because you, you do matter. You do have value. And God loved you so much that he gave his only son that if you, here's where it gets personal, if you will believe in him, 
you will have everlasting life. And the verse we quoted from Deuteronomy, or from Joshua 1.9, the Lord will be, what's the word? Your God. Admit, believe, A, B, what's the next one? I can't even remember that. C, confess your faith in Jesus. Paul tells us in Romans that if you would confess with your mouth and you would believe in your heart that God hath raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. What that means is God will be your God. If he's not your God, this could be the greatest day of your life. Admit believe and confess. I'm going to ask you, we're going to kind of do a churchy thing. I'm just going to ask you to close your eyes for a moment. And, I, and this morning, if, if, if you want to make the Lord your God, I'm going to lead you through a prayer. You can write at your seat, just talk to the Lord. I don't need to hear, if you want to, you want to say it audibly, that's up to you. It's not, it's not important that I hear it. It's you having a conversation with God. And in this prayer, I'm going to lead you through, we're going to do these three things. We're going to admit, we're going to believe, and we're going to confess. And so if you would like to make God your God, then right where you're at, you may pray something like this. God, I admit that I'm a sinner. I admit I need Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. Thank you. And I confess Jesus is Lord. I ask you in this moment to forgive me, to save me, Would you, in this moment, God, become my Lord? As their eyes are closed, just for another moment, I would encourage you before you leave today, if if you prayed that prayer, as you've already been directed, there's a QR code. You could scan it. It will give you instructions on how you could just let us know about that. Because we want to give you some information to encourage you and to celebrate what God has done in your life. As, as Dr. McFarland has just said, now, now you are a child of God. If you prayed that prayer, you are a child of God in this moment. And if, and if, you're, if, if you're brave enough this morning as our eyes are closed and you'd like to let me know right now that you prayed that so that I could pray for you, would you just put your hand up for a moment? Just put your hand up right where you're at. I'm not going to call you out. Truth is, the lights are off. I may not even see. Put your hand up. I see one. Anyone else, just put your hand up. There's another one. Just put your hand up. I, I just want to pray over you. Just put your hand up. I prayed that prayer. I, I made God my Lord today. And again, we want to celebrate with you.